And we are back with another episode of Outside the Norm. What's going on, family? What's up? What's up? Hello. Hey, guys. We have a special guest. You want to plug yourself? Yes. My name is <laughs> Ashley. You got to move up. Oh. There you go. Yeah. My name is Ashley J. Yay. I'm known as Birth Class in a Box on Instagram. Okay. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. We got two guests one week, y'all. We, we growing. Uh, we yeah, we're jacking we out better. here. <laughs> right. All right. They like us. They, they do. really if like us. If you take your goddamn. Is that me? Hey, yes. It's, it's always totally you. Oh, my gosh. It's always you. What's wrong with you? It's always you. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Anyway. All right. So. It is always me. It is always you, yo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so tell us more about uh, birth. You said birth in the box, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to mess it up. So birth, tell us a little bit more about birth it. Birth class in the box. So I am a childbirth educator. Okay. Um, and basically, I had a really awesome experience, way different than stories that I had heard from cousins, sisters, all of that. Um, and so I wanted to share with other people how they could have a really awesome experience that they would want to have over and over again and want to talk about and all of those things. Um, and so it's pretty much a birth class, all that you would need to know to prepare for birth, um, all in a box okay. and games and activities and all that stuff. So th- is this preparing for, uh, I guess a, a question would be like a natural birth or is this preparing birth for? Or, yeah. or it's just the general birth stuff birth of like okay. what you should know, period, going okay. into it, right? Like I what's going to happen? I mean, I am definitely on the pro natural birth, mm. right? But um, it's more so to tell people what their options are. What is a home birth? What, what to expect with that? Mm. What is what, what's different between that and a hospital birth? Mm-hmm. All of that. You've okay. never had a hospital birth, right? No. Right. No, so two births and a birth and a home birth. Birth center. I'm, I don't even. I, what is that? I don't know what a birth center <laughs> is. I'm not in my lane. So it's basically a place that's just set up for birth, okay. and it's not connected to a hospital. Though right. they have some that are connected to a hospital that's called a birth center. It's not a real birth center. Okay. They're just trying to trick you for real. Honestly. Um, Get your money. But yeah, and they set it up like a house, so it makes you feel more homey and comfortable. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, did you know that it existed? I think I did, because I think I saw it on something, where they went to a birthing center, and it mm-hmm. was just, it was, like you said, it was like a home-style yeah. environment, yeah. and yeah. Just I never knew. Out. I never knew. Yeah, you don't need a hospital to have babies. You can have babies anywhere. I mean, niggas was having babies in caves, so yeah. I guess you could have babies anywhere. Um, some of us. I'm just saying. No? Yeah. Um, I'm just, I... <laughs> Go ahead. Well, no, that's, so that's what, I kind of wanted us to talk about birth, uh, Birth, birth is a business. Business in general. I was telling Norm. Um, I'm not in the business of birthing. But huh? go ahead. I'm not in the business of birthing. But go ahead. You're not in the business of birthing. No. No, you're not. I'm uh, not even creating birth. Lord, 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 Lord. Nope. <laughs> but you have clients who would uh, who would be how, how many pregnant clients have you had? I don't really have pregnant clients. They usually stop working out. When they get pregnant, and, see, and they shouldn't. No, they absolutely not. Um, they should not. They try, and then they be like, "No, my hormones." And then, yeah. I have to say, I was guilty of that because I was doing the. Yeah, was you was walking with us, and it was like, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to do this." We was just walking. <laughs> it was walking. <laughs> it was also cold. I'm sorry, it's just not gonna happen. And mad hills. Yeah, it was that. No, that hill was actually tough. I understand that. I'm just saying. Theoretically, usually that's how it goes. Yes. Like, oh, it's my second month, I'm done. Type of. Wow. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. <laughs> second month. Yeah. And so maybe, well, 
see, like, we kind of at a crossroads because I want to make sure that you answer these questions. But then also, I guess maybe this is a good time to tell uh, the audience that my background is actually in childbirth education and I'm a doula as well. So that's how Ashley and I, well, actually, no, that's how Ashley and I bonded. But how we actually met is because she was the leader of a breastfeeding uh, peer group, um, which there's a larger organization. It's called the Lily J League. I know nothing about any of this. I'm just listening. I'm here for the ride, y'all. <laughs> sweet, sweet lactation. <laughs> I'm just here for the ride. It, I mean, it's an important conversation, I think, for everybody to have, though. And mm -hmm. I, I'm excited that we're having it with right. two men. Um, oh, joy. In, in grad school, my thesis was about breastfeeding and the perceptions of breastfeeding in the community. Because people's, women, their success rates of breastfeeding is based on the support that they get, mm -hmm. right? And that includes the people that are around them that's encouraging them to do it or not to do it. Yep. So. Right. Because I feel like a lot of the times is that men wind up, because they don't have the parts, they don't have the capacity to do it, they mentally check out. And that is part of the dilemma that a lot of women are saying with where they don't get the support. They feel like, okay, well, that's, this isn't my lane. But it can be your lane. It, you know, mm -hmm. knowledge is power, one, for you to, you know, learn exactly how the female anatomy works, what the, the benefits of breastfeeding, and also how you can support your, uh, your partner. And how it's a benefit to the community at large. So, um, well, then I guess we'll wind up getting into a whole breastfeeding conversation and, like, all the benefits. <laughs> I don't want to bore you out with that too much. I think, really, what I want to talk about is, like, the relationship... <laughs> Useless not nipples. Not oh, Lord. Oh, they're not useless. useless. <laughs> they're not useless. Well, go ahead. They're not useless? No. you like, you know what? I'm not even going to Do you want to go down that rabbit hole? I'm not. She was. You don't want to go there. Just, they're, not, they're not useless, man. I know, I know they're not useless, but no. I, I, they're good for I, show, too. You know what I mean? A little nip slip sometimes as a guy. Get you somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? No? Am I lying? No? I guess not. Pectoral I mean, I, I, I like a nice male nipple. See, I'm, I, I just told you. I, I'm, but I'm fine. You see so how I'm he just goes left from breastfeeding? Then right. you see how. That, <laughs> but it doesn't. Go, so here's the thing. I'm it really, it don't go up. left. Like it's all a part of the body, and I think that we got to embrace like all of the fun and the benefits that you know our bodies bring to the table. Indeed. We don't talk about that enough. I have been a huge proponent of lactation on this show. <laughs> I, I don't care about. I, so when I say I don't care, I mean it doesn't bother me either way. Like if you want to put your titty on public and feed, ball means it is what it shoot. is. I ain't tripping. When I'm be like, oh my god, I never seen. I've never seen plenty of breasts in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. It ain't that deep. Yeah. Like you, you, you're feeding. You're a mammal. goddammit. it. That's what they do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like don't. It ain't that deep. You know what I mean? Like weaponized mammal. Right. <laughs> don't you pull that titty out? <laughs> don't you do it? That's how people uh, be acting. Yeah, and I don't yeah, understand yeah. that shit. I don't get it. I, I don't get it either, but a lot of it, I think, is because people are afraid. They're not used to seeing it. They only know that, you know, you're supposed to buy a Similac. Well, they think we get, we're past that. We're, we're too evolved to breastfeed. That's how, that's how it comes off to me. Yeah. Right. So, you know what I mean? Like, I don't... It's the same know. thing with birth, too, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't need to feel pain because I'm just going to take this medicine and whatever and feminism and all that, that stuff, right? And it's like, mm, but are you doing yourself a disservice? That's fair. Yeah. I mean, best experience is to go through it, right? What are the what are the downsides of, of having medicine when you're doing birth? Well, it can affect everything. <laughs> doing birth. One, it can affect, since we were talking about breastfeeding, it can affect breastfeeding, mm. right? It can inhibit um, the hormones that are needed to increase the process, to keep the process going and starting lactation. 
it can inhibit all of that. So, so a lot that, of that pain medicine has, has that long term of an effect. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. And a lot mm-hmm. of people that think that it doesn't reach the baby. It absolutely. Well, does. yeah, you're connected. So that, that makes sense. absolutely yeah. does. Right. So you have babies that come out and are sleepy and can't nurse because they're kind of <laughs> out of it. And people are like, why won't my baby nurse? Because we don't gave them narcotics. Your baby not now. Because they're right. on <laughs> fentanyl, which for sure, 100 percent. You can look it up. It's actually in anesthesia. A, in an epidural. Nothing wrong with yeah. no fent fent. <laughs> yeah, that's the wrong person, man. I, I told you, when my child was birthed, I was just there to be supportive, you know, he change was. a couple bedpans. You done? Whatever you need me to do, you know. Chicken box time yet? That's about, yo, I was, that might have been one of the most tired moments in my life. Yo, I was I in that joint, like, like somebody beat the hell out of me, really? yo. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you, I mean, you were a young-ish dad. I was 22. That's young. Yeah, like, you're young. <laughs> Did y'all talk about doulas weren't very, very much in vogue, but childbirth classes, like everybody knew about. Um, You're barking at the wrong Lamaze. tree. Yeah, Lamaze. Uh, You're barking at the wrong tree. Don't. So y'all didn't talk about this at all? No, we didn't. We weren't. We didn't have a uh, very cordial leading up to him being born. So, but so uh, that I mean that's fine. But you, you had a baby coming, so you didn't even think about. I was still in school too, and she was. Partially, still in school too. I was in Frostburg. She was in okay. Whatever, whatever. So we were. I was. You know what I mean. We weren't really. It. You don't want to know my story. Just know we didn't have that kind of communication. Yeah. So. I mean, it wasn't even a communication question. Oh, it really was, it? was a, a. I'm about to be a dad. Question. Did you, Did you think about birth from that perspective of you needing to be a part of that support, process, no, or I was just about afterwards? How, I was thinking about how I'm gonna financially support the child, and I'm not yeah. even finished college yet. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about the the other side of the spectrum as far as being able to provide for my kid. Um, you know what I mean? Like, there was a lot of... I'm all... Unfortunately, my... And I, maybe it's a downfall for me. I'm always thinking financial and economics when it comes to my kid. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. especially at 22, I'm like, yo, we were in the middle of a recession. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how many jobs or what kind of job can I get? Or You know what I mean? Like, so that was my thing. And, you know, it wasn't a lot of money to be made. So I was, I'm figuring out how I'm going to make this money. Facts. You know what I mean? What brought you to birth, Ashley? Um, like getting into birth work. Mm-hmm. Um, just my story of like wanting more people to have that experience. Um, particularly when I was pregnant with my first son, I remember I would catch the bus all over Baltimore, mm-hmm. and people see pregnancy as a time to give you all of their unsolicited advice, right? (laughs) And I remember this one woman came up to me and she was like, oh my goodness, you're pregnant. She's asking me all these questions and then I was telling her, she was asking about, you know, what hospital I was going to and I'm like, I'm not going to a hospital. She's like, you're not getting epidural? And I'm like, no. She's like, oh my gosh, girl, you gonna need it. And and it was Mm -hmm. the most discouraging thing ever. Um, But it was like that. Niggas being niggas. Right. That was what pushed me to... (laughs) Get into birth work because I was like, there's not enough people talking about the other side of it. But wait, so there's no money in it. That's why. right. So you did have you had all. So I've had two hospitals. I've only had two births, but both both of my births were a hospital natural, but in a hospital nonetheless. Um, what even attracted you to uh, the birth center birth to start with? I'm afraid of needles. I'm oh, afraid well, of needles. That'll do it. That's, that's, I don't like hospitals. That's, that's real. I don't like hospital needles. Listen, my first prenatal appointment almost passed out from them taking blood. Like, it was it was just that serious. And I was like, this is not going to work. I'm going to have to find something else. Mm-hmm. And then I watched um, the documentary, The Business of Being Born, that was mm-hmm. talking about, you know, how this is, has become 
a a business for real yeah. and yeah. it's more about liability and risk than it is about the per, the birthing person and all that mm-hmm. stuff so i was like oh yeah this this is not gonna work they gotta do it got to do with insurance they got to do with business yeah, yeah. yeah. are y'all familiar with that documentary no i'm not no no by ricky lee I, yeah that's what I was about to say. No, I'm not going to say no because that sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. I just mm-hmm. I'm probably never watched yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So early in the <laughs> in the early aughts, in the early 2000s, um, Ricky Lake and a documentary documentarian by the name of Abby Epstein um, presented this documentary called "The Business of Being Born." And like Ashley said, it talked about um, the inner uh, networks of hospital births about what to, um, how, the alternatives. So that was when people became uh, first more aware of doulas and midwives. Mm-hmm. Both have always been around, mm-hmm. um, but they that documentary kind of like pushed things forward. And that was also around the time of like other documentaries. Uh, what's that one about Mc, McDonald's? Super Size oh, Me. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That was in college. That's when I was in college. So it, was yeah. like old, it was like 05. I, I think right. I saw that. Yeah, so that's my yeah. point. Like it was like a big time for uh, these informational documentaries that I thought were yeah. pretty pivotal in changing people's mindsets around a lot of not, well, one, holistic alternatives, but even the the business behind a lot of things that we take for granted that yeah. it's like the conveniences that we have of life like food like birth um mm-hmm. you know like a whole bunch of stuff so i i think that was almost like a, a renaissance era of information because this was even this was just at the peak of maybe youtube youtube was just yeah. beginning yeah yeah I think that was definitely how i came across the documentary because i don't remember paying the beginning for of social anything. media basically yeah yeah so yeah, now I remember that. that, and that's the whole reason why uh, restaurant started with the whole when the super size me thing came mm-hmm. out. That's the whole reason why restaurant started putting their calorie count on the yeah, the nutritional the facts yeah. and everything. Yeah, that was shortly there. Mm-hmm. They was like, God damn it, they got us. Yeah, <laughs> they got us. God damn it, people still want to eat the shit anyway. Yeah, but, yeah, people are still going to eat it, eat it, and people are still going to have hospital births. But I think the whole point is being able to have the choice and being aware of the choices that you're actually making and the impact that they can have. Um, so informed consent is uh, a very important thing. You can't have informed consent about a lot of the things that we um, interact with if you don't have like the information about the pros and cons, the, the risk and the reward of doing certain things. That's fair. Yeah. So do you encourage people to one side or the other, or do you just tell them find whatever they feel comfortable with? I definitely, I think I would I skew people towards natural. That's fair. Honestly, I, I think I do. Um, but my biggest thing is that people make their own decisions mm-hmm. and that they make informed decisions. That's like fair. that, I just want you to have all the information and then make whatever decision you're going to have, right. you know, whatever you're going to make. And I'll support you in that, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not about to be like, oh, you don't want to have a natural birth? Well, forget you then. You're on mm-hmm. your own. Like, that, that's not the You ain't a real home. G. But that's why that's how I was coming off. That's why I wasn't a good doula. So I'm like, yo, you ain't a real G if you ain't doing this shit. Like, fuck you, mean. I mean, if you want to go to the hospital, punk. Right. That, that was me. I try not. Career short lived. I, I try not to be that person. You know what I mean? Because you can't you can't treat everybody that way. Some people gonna gravitate to it. Some people like, girl, fuck you. Man, you know what I mean? Listen, right. And, and I mean, I've put this on my social media that I actually think the. The folks that go to the hospitals, the folks mm. that get the medicines and get the C-sections, I feel like they are the super women because mm. that's more recovery. Yeah. That's more pain. Yeah. That's more long-term issues, more complications you got to deal with. Versus... No, it's not. They, just, they go get tummy tucks now. We good. 
Yeah, they but that back still be hurting many years later. Yes. From them epidurals. Like, right. seriously, they they have lifelong um, I don't know. I don't get pain. Spinal I'm pain. Saying, I'm, I'm just saying the other things can be fixed. We got cosmetic surgery, so never, never, that can be fixed now. So it wasn't, Man, it's lips, not as prevalent. Lips be falling off, okay? Huh? Lips be falling off. Oh. Chins be drooping. Ooh, so yeah. I, I, I mean. You're speaking to the choir. I ain't mad at you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's why they probably opt. You got to understand. So you gotta, So for me, you got to understand how people operate. People operate in gratif- instant gratification, mm-hmm. right? Especially in this society. So a woman might say, like, oh, I'm going to go get a C-section because, well, well, I'm not going to get it. If they say I need a C-section, all right, cool, I'm going to do that. Whatever the case. I'm just saying, no, no, no. I'm saying, all right, I'm going to get it, you know, boom, boom. You know, my abdomen going to be weak for a while, whatever, whatever the case may be. But, bitch, I can go ahead and get the surgery once I get healed up. I ain't worried about it. I can do, do, do. Yeah. You know what I mean? The worst thing that I hear about people who say that they pro uh, C-section is because they don't want their vagina being stretched out. It's meant to do that. That's uh, yes, exactly. And it goes tell, back. Tell your friends. No, I mean, because yeah, too many men are talking about loose pussy. I mean, that ain't because of childbirth. It's yeah. not. Yeah. That could be for other reasons. Poor dating choices. Or, nah, no. no. <laughs> or, you know, poor, just poor uh, maintenance of the vagina. You understand what I'm saying? It could be. That's just damn vagina. Well, then she's just going to be right. under some people, some people got bigger nails. Like that's the, so, it just that's is not, what it is. You compare noses to vaginas, <laughs> loose vaginas. <laughs> like a nose. Was that a wrong? Is that's a that's a horrible that a comparison? comparison. You can't get a everybody's nostrils. Anybody trying to put a dick in your nose? They are. <laughs> I mean, well, you know what? Not that there's anything wrong. With <laughs> I don't know what y'all into. So I yeah, can't that's say not that. my particular thing. <laughs> I'm not going not. You do got big nostrils over there. You dick nose fuckers. You go right ahead. You go right ahead and do your thing. Live oh, your life. Yo, I'm just saying. I said they wanted to put a dick in my nose. <laughs> would, would that stagger you? Well, that's. Sh- I'm that- gonna give it a try. <laughs> Like you ever seen, the joke? You ever seen Total Recall when he pulled a fucking yeah, thing out of his brain? Yeah. That's how your fucking nose going to be. <laughs> like, like, nah. Nah. <laughs> 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 nah. Don't you let no nigga nut in your nose? Don't you do that? Yo. <laughs> Explain that to the coroner. Hey, hey right. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, that's how you cure COVID. No, it's not. Don't lie to Yo. people like that. Come on, Joe Rogan. Don't yeah, do that person. Yeah, oh, take this shit over to Rogan. <laughs> I'm just no, saying. I swear. Nothing to know. No, You'll no, never I, get COVID. I, ever. Damn real. No. No. Child, you know, vaginas are meant to stretch. Like, they're meant to. They you understand are. what I'm saying? It's so muscle. I, right. It's a, exactly. It's I muscle. understand that. I, 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 listen, I, I took A&P. I don't, have the, I don't have the anatomy, but I understand how it works. You understand what I'm saying? That's part of the problem. People have not taken anatomy and don't well, know how fair. it works. Yeah, so, the daddy stitch. Not a real thing, right? Uh, it's a thing in that. Uh, doctors Ashley shook her do head them? No. You're you're saying it's true. What is that? Go ahead. Y'all inform me. Inform me what it is. Okay. To tighten it back up. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it don't work, but they definitely do it. Uh, really? Yes, they definitely perform it. So let's back it up a little bit. So there's a procedure called an episiotomy. An episiotomy, an episiotomy is when uh, doctors, midwives, uh, a doctor or a midwife chooses to cut the labia majora mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in order to make space. Usually the, they cut uh, what's this, the perineum. Yeah, the muscle between the butthole and the vagina. Right. Um, to make space. Yes, the taint, the female taint. Uh, to make space for the baby to come out. It is um, wholly unnecessary. But the reason, I see what you did there. What? 
Holy. (laughs) (laughs) She'll be here all week. It's wholly unnecessary, but the cases they make is because, like, a baby might be too big. It, you know, they need room. They could potentially Maybe get some stuck. Big babies are coming out. Um, but yeah. the reality is, is that either tear in and of itself is a, um, it's it's a superficial space to try to make an adjustment uh, for, and it's it's just unnecessary. If there needs to be, if space needs to be made for said big baby. Usually, it's a positioning issue. It's uh, pushing too uh, too forceful where you can't feel it. Um, it's you're trying to rush things and not giving the body the time to <laughs> stretch. Because, like as we said, it, it actually does stretch. Um, and so, yeah. So usually, so a practitioner or the um, yet yeah, the practitioner is usually just trying to rush things and not really understanding that you know you just got to give it time, right? Expedite this, shit. right? Yeah. So um, people can absolutely naturally tear, but the episiotomy is the forceful tear, and it usually it cuts in uh, deeper into the vaginal canal as well as the perineum. Um, now the it was the dad, the daddy stitch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the daddy stitch is when they go back in after the baby is born to repair that stitch, but they over repair, so they potentially wind up. Um, closing up the vaginal canal that much more, which is extremely, well, the stitch already is just like a painful thing to recover from, but it's just also wholly unnecessary. It's like putting together two types of tissues that wouldn't naturally uh, be together in the, first, yeah, in the first place. So um, while they do it, I don't know if that's necessarily actually making the woman tighter. How does, I was about to say, just that, more does that affect the sexual... Absolutely. When you talk I'm about, not, I don't know, nigga. I, don't I know. know. I, 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 I recognize that. So, absolutely. It, I don't know if it's really any physical benefit for the man, but I can only imagine that for a woman, it's definitely an uncomfortable type of situation, and probably delays their pleasure from sex, or completely turns them off from sex altogether. Wow. Well, at least for a very long time. That's a, a major healing time. Those are sensitive yeah. tissues. And internal. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people who have severe issues and could have uh, potential prolapse, um, all types of things. So I we would generally try to get people to avoid episiotomies altogether. Thanks. All right. Did I answer that, Grant? Mm-hmm. I'm learning today because I don't right. know about none of this. Yeah. I don't. And I think what's, what's so important about why more than just folks women that are having babies should learn this stuff mm-hmm. is because a lot of times when you're in that moment, you might not know what's really going on, right? Hormones are going on. Yeah, you got contractions going on. Going on and so yeah. you need an advocate, like mm-hmm. somebody to be like, wait, what's that? Mm-hmm. Do you want to do that? Or, you know, ask those questions or right. be aware and be like, no, she don't want to do that. Right? right. Like when I had my first son, my midwife, even at the birth center, she was like offering medicine to like take the edge off the contractions and help me go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And my husband was like, you can just stop asking her because she's going to say no. Mm-hmm. Like, she's going to keep right. telling you no. So mm-hmm. just stop asking. And so, like, having someone there stay to... Stay Was it stay I don't remember what it was. Okay. It was something. But I wasn't going to take it, so... Right. Um, but, yeah, just having an advocate there... Well, that's the partnership part of it, right? That's yeah. why you're supposed to be married or with your husband or but if you have boyfriend a, or whatever. But if you yeah. have an uninformed husband right. or partner or whatever... They might be the ones that be like, you should just get like, it. The yeah, doctor say you need it. No, just get it. Well, see, I, well, I guess. I mean, any, so for me, I'm always, anything that has to do with a woman's body, 
or whatever, I'm going to defer to you because you know better than I do. Yeah, so I'm going to ask you, like, oh, what do you what do you yeah. want to do? do and therein lies the rub because how much can I be discussing with you in the moment if I'm dealing with this labor? That's why it's essential I'm not, for... I'm talking about prior. I was talking about, like, oh, more, like sure. prior okay. to. Not, yeah. Like when you say yeah. you was, you know, she was trying to give you medicine. I'm saying prior to, you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But these are yeah. conversations that you should have even before going yeah, you to don't wait until you get, get, get there. And I'm like, oh, what you want? <laughs> like, no, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would be, like, if that was, if my situation was different, I would be, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? What, yeah. Tell me what you want to do, what you want me to know, what you need me, what you need me to say, da da da. I got your mm-hmm. back. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to be. You understand what I'm saying? I think to Ashley's point, however, that maybe the woman may not know. That's like yeah, yeah, no, 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 know that. and I agree. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing. Well, I'm she just doesn't even know how to have that conversation with you. Yeah. Right. So and there's also a lot of fear around birth, right? Mm-hmm. And the big thing that's being talked about now is black women are three to four times more likely to die in birth and childbirth than a white counterpart, right? And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of fear behind it. And so a lot of people because they see doctors as the authority and the experts, they're like, just do whatever they say. Don't argue with the doctor. Just right. do whatever they say. And it's like. Is that really the answer? There's though? such thing as bad doctors. And yeah. not wanting yeah. to see your partner in pain. Uh, and, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so that's where the benefit of a doula comes in. There definitely is where the benefit of childbirth education comes in, where it's um, uh, where the partner is there too. So you can intake this information and, you know, like fully know it just as much as the mother that's experienced in it. Um, that way you also have that wheelhouse of like what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. Right. Absolutely. So y'all just, you know. So what she's saying is, if you plan on having a kid and you with your woman, let her get, you know, both of y'all should be educated on what's going on. Absolutely. If you're not with your woman, because it's still your kid. So I think maybe that's the next part that we haven't discussed is that the impact that uh, birth and breastfeeding can have, the long-term effects that it can have on the child. There's an impact on the child as well. Um, Children who are breastfed, they have higher IQs. We don't talk about that. We talk about we don't talk about the secure attachment that uh, breastfed babies had or children or babies that are uh, worn. So we we haven't even discussed like baby wearing or anything like that. Um, all of that is a benefit to um, to the directly related to the child specifically, even after those events are over with, that a lot of people don't take an account for. So it's not just about the mother; it's also about the baby. Yeah. I, I no? even think with birth. You, wait, hold on. <laughs> you looking like that. All them badass kids that you got in school. I'm telling you, Pretty it's sure. definitely a, a result. Was breastfed. It don't matter. I'm telling you, it's definitely a result of that early start. When we talk about like epigenetics, about uh, stress that could be caused uh, pre uh, prenatally, all of that plays a part in the uh, psychological, uh, I guess the, the psychology or the psychological uh, stimulus of the child. Yeah. So we can't discount that. Sign, not, uh, evidence I, tells us that. I'm not discounting. I'm just saying I wasn't breastfed and I turned out fine. I'm Did not you discounting though? anything. Oh, no, Did not you though? I'm not. No, I'm just saying my son wasn't breastfed too, and I don't think I, I'm not saying that he didn't wouldn't. Ha- so let me be clear on what I'm saying. I'm not saying that there aren't benefits of doing X, Y, Z, A, B, and C. I'm not discrediting that. I'm just saying my son wasn't, and I was. She tried, but she it didn't. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I wasn't. I'm not saying that I wouldn't be. A genius or some shit like that. I, I you can't. I can't prove that. You understand right, what I'm saying? Right. But I'm just saying, like, I understand what you guys are saying. I understand that there's a benefit. Just like I tell, I'm not discrediting your benefit. I'm just saying I, I can understand that some people would get it and some people don't, but some people still, you know, turn out okay. That's all I was saying. 
Yeah. I, <laughs> these niggas that, ain't turning out okay. I get to say that. No, they're not. They fucked up. I turned out okay. That's scary, I'm right? Because people talk about it when they talk about generational trauma. Well, I can't when they talk the about, fact. you know, all of those different things. Right, but I can't I change the okay. fact that my mother ain't breastfeeding me. Right. I ain't had no you, fucking control over that. <laughs> you you, you can't. Like, I ain't like, Ma, I can run that titty. I can't do that. I ain't, I ain't no control over that. But, when, but moving forward, when it comes uh. to the next generation or encouraging, you know, your child when they're having children, my right? My thing is, yo, do what makes you happy, yo. Uh, oh, we can say that about everything? Are <laughs> oh, you not going to do that? We're not going to do that. We don't say that, though. I don't ever say that. Do what makes you happy. I don't say that. I'm talking about, in the, if, listen, you, you, once again, you also said moving this space to comfort, comfortability, right? And if a woman's not comfortable breastfeeding, I'm cool with that. It doesn't bother me. Yo, do what you do. Do what you feel that you're comfortable with. Even if she has the information. Even if she has the You talk about childhood obesity all the time. Yeah. What about it? What are you saying? Uh, it's linked to the low breastfeeding rates that we have, or rather, formula feeding is linked to childhood obesity. Okay. So. There's yeah, a lot of nasty stuff in formula. Right. I mean, I also. I'm not say saying it's not, but it's also people overfeed too. That that's a part of it too. But when we talk about comfort, yeah. where did what makes people comfortable? Like, what is the basis of that? Is it because that's what they know and they're familiar with? I agree. And what makes them uncomfortable is because they don't know about it? Or, they, or they're not willing to try it. Or because that, you know... Or because nobody is encouraging them to do it? I agree. I'm not... Listen, right? you speaking to the choir because we, we, we on the same side of the fence because I'm, I'm just in another dynamic. We're on I the same mean, side of the fence. I've heard a lot of women who have been on the fence about breastfeeding and then mm. they've had, you know their cousin, their uncle, be like, you should try it. Or, you know, I heard this about it. Right. And it, it made them think about it a little bit differently or to look into it a little more. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel like... I mean, I'm, like I said, when, when she wanted to do it, I was like, all right, cool, go ahead. I didn't say, like, yeah. don't breastfeed. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I am, once again, when it's things that have to do with women and their bodies and with whatever the case may be in birth and things like that, I defer to you. This is... I'm here for support. I am supposed to be the support system. That's what I'm here for. I've heard you, of, oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying for the breastfeeding. I've heard a lot of women say that they went to formula because it, the the child wouldn't wouldn't latch on or whatever. Mm -hmm. They couldn't yeah. they couldn't produce, and it just got so frustrating and painful at the same time. Mm -hmm. They just said, you know, hell with it. I'll just go get some Cymbalife. Right. And so, how do you how do you turn that battleship around? Like, stay in the fight. It depends on a specific issue, but I would say overall, the reasons that people think that breastfeeding is going wrong are not rooted in reality. Can you drink enough water? No. It's not even that. Um, got to be hydrated. Hydrate I, I think if, if a lot of them, if, if it happened like that first or second time, they mm. roll with it, but it right. doesn't, and then they just, they stop. Yeah. So and stop trying. And maybe and Ashley you probably would be the better person to to say this because Ashley uh, has breastfed three children. I'm breastfed two. Um, Ashley and I have had conversations where breastfeeding wasn't always easy for her. Breastfeeding was always easy for me. Yeah. Um, so maybe it'd be better if you speak to this. Well, for one, I think um, a lot of people go into it. With this idea of like it's natural, so therefore it should be it should it's be easy. Supposed to flow, right? Yeah. Right. It should be yeah. easy, but because we don't do it, um, often most people are not doing it, right? And we don't see it, 
it's not that easy for us, right? It's one of those comfort things, right? Mm -hmm. And so, one, to try to encourage somebody to keep going is to, I think, get them support, like, in a way of somebody who knows what to do, knows how to fix the issue, right? A lot of people assume... um, things about breastfeeding that are not true. Like my baby is always, is always hungry. I must not be making enough. That's not necessarily true. Or um, it always seems to come back to supply. I'm not making enough. Like that mm-hmm. always seems to be a big supply thing. I didn't make Right. Right. And this it's like, keeps, this nipple. baby keeps on eating. It's like, okay, so feed the baby. That's what, <laughs> right. And there's a lot of, of false expectations of baby and of self of like, they say baby's supposed to eat every two hours, but my baby's eating every 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's actually normal for some babies. For most babies, that's actually normal. Um, and the babies wake up throughout the end of the night. Well, it's their biological imperative. It actually keeps them alive, them constantly waking up mm-hmm. and needing to feed often. Right. Uh, breastfeeding actually reduces the incidence of SIDS significantly. Well, yeah, because yes. you're constantly interacting with them. Uh, you know, that and because their body isn't supposed to be so full and almost like arrested in, in a comatose, comatose position. Yeah, yeah. Yep. right. That's not, yeah, it, that's right. evolutionary. That doesn't, mm-hmm. that's not beneficial to them. So, yeah, they need to eat. They're, they're, um, yeah. Their stomachs are the size of marbles, you know, when they're yeah. first born. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah. that's not a lot of, that doesn't require a lot of food. They metabolize, uh, they, they, uh, it, breast milk metabolizes that much faster. So you do have to feed them more often. But then also, I think a lot of women have to realize, well, what else are you doing? Like, it's just a part of the mothering, especially in the early stages. That, like, that, sh- that should be your primary focus. I think a lot of people want to get back to, like, the other facets of their life and just mm-hmm. have to recognize that, no, this is the time. Th- no, now this is the time for mother ba- the mother-baby unit. And I don't care how inconvenient that might be. Um, this is supposed to be, like, the prime objective right now. I agree. But we also have to realize the reality of it too, right? There's sure. a lot of women who have to go back to work. And so they're constantly thinking about that, like how am I going to maintain this mm-hmm. if I have to go back to work in three weeks, six weeks, whatever. Like right. how am I going to make enough milk for all of that? So there, there's a level of privilege in saying like this is what you should be doing. Just lay in bed and focus on this. Or you have, you know, single women who are having kids and they have other children at home and nobody else to help them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we, we also have to put that in the conversation when it comes to support, making sure our support actually makes sense, right? Like when we talk about breastfeeding, if we understand what is going on, then we can understand how to better support somebody. Okay, you need to be in bed with this baby. I'm going to wash the dishes. I'm going to get the food. I'm going to take the other mm-hmm. kids out. Versus here, let me take the baby and let me feed the baby. No, go do something else. Help me in that way, right? So when we have that mindset of understanding what the process is, then we can support a little bit better. That's why she was a better um, doula and child birth educator. Than <laughs> oh, I can see that. <laughs> I can see that 100%. <laughs> Thank you very this much. be a dumb question, but I'm going to shoot anyway. Can mm-hmm. you over breastfeed? Not, tip, not never, but not typically. I think that's the best answer okay. for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the babies will self-regulate. There are very few overweight, um, exclusively breastfed children. Gotcha. So what about yeah. breastfed children that <laughs> become overweight because their family just overfeeds them <laughs> after they Overfeeds stop. them with what? Food. With other food. But well, then, yeah. the then it's the food that's the factor. It's not the, well, the breast milk. So we're talking about something different. Then. And I mean, I mean there, are, there are people who are overfeeding babies breast milk, right? Especially right. from a bottle. Oh, yeah. That right? too. So right. you have if a lot of people who are 
Like, I give the baby six six ounces and they're still eating. And it's like, well, how are you feeding this baby, right. first of all, right? Mm-hmm. So there, there are those issues that a lot of people tend to... And then they always, again, blame it on supply. I'm not making enough. Do you, do you, <laughs> right. So yeah. the pump. Did you use the pump? Or I, I have. I hate pumping. You hate like, pumping. I do. That is a good distinction. Because I'm so, always thinking breast breastfeeding straight to breast. No, that's what I don't I'm even saying. think about like the bottle. Yeah, yeah, and I was thinking that as I was thinking that as well. However, with the bottle, it's the same it's coming from the same place. So you could be like, ah Yes, it. you yes, you can. And the and the baby will continue to drink it that way. That's why it's like a whole other thing that you have to learn if you do pump and bottle feed, um, what's um called pace feeding. Is that you actually have to look for the cues um from the baby and angle the the nipple or the bottle a certain way because it's not um, like the normal ergonomic way that they would bre- that they would receive milk from the breast. Like they, when a child breastfeeds, they they have to actively have to mimic that, that that. Well, I, I'll say out. that they the baby has to actively suck and work for the milk. Mm-hmm. But with the bottle they or rather with the nipple, much, right? yeah, they don't have to right. work yeah. as much. So it's just memory. like an easy. It's like the same with adults, right? If we're eating food and we're going, we're eating really, really fast, yeah. and mm-hmm. then 20 minutes later we're like super stuffed. Versus yeah. if you take your time, you can realize when it's time to stop. Mm-hmm. It's right. very similar, right? So when you she are knows holding, <laughs> when you're holding yeah. a baby and the bottle is like reaching up to the the sky, yeah. they can't gravity, stop. Right. Gravity is right. taking Twelve o'clock, they can't boys. Stop right. That right. Milk. Twelve right. o'clock, nigga, they're taking yeah. it to the head. They can't so, control taking that. Taking it to the head, right? So, exactly. so we should not. We should not bottle feed. I mean, it's necessary for some people, right? Like, I, I wouldn't say we can't or shouldn't bottle feed because for some some people need to do that, right? You got to go back to work. How is she going to feed this baby? But there are ways to do it for the baby to be able to regulate how much milk they take in. Is there? I'm gonna say because it's gonna be a multi-million dollar idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 is there a, a regulating like a breast? A, is there a bottle that regulates like a breast? Yes. There are several Damn. different uh, versions out there. Okay. Yeah. We're men. We don't know shit about breast and yeah, I'm, I'm trying to make a buck. Yeah, they're different right. size and nipples. They have slow okay. flow, okay. like that. They have uh, different nipples with like additional holes in it, or or fewer, depending upon if it's a new mo- newborn or one that's six months. My first image in my head was the Fockers when oh, my grandpa yeah. had. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First thing that came my mind. <laughs> yes, so those do they do. No. Sorry, you're late to the game. No, that's all right. <laughs> well, we got look, we, we, <laughs> Yo, that's wild. A cat has nipples. Can you milk that? So, we, yeah, so, so listen. I watched the show. I watched the cartoon. With the baby ate off the damn bear nipple. Oh he was breastfeeding with the bear. It was a. It was a. It was an anime. It was like a Greek anime. <laughs> Fucking cartoon. When it, you was Greek. It. it was Greek. It was Greek. It was Greek. It was called Blood of Zeus. Blood of Zeus, blood of Zeus. Yikes. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. If they see a nipple, they definitely going to, uh, if they're used to being breastfed, they'll definitely attach to Even it. Even if not, it's a natural right. inclination to go for, like, to suck, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're learning how to suck in the womb. See that mm-hmm. nipple over there. So you have babies that, you know, they latch on people's noses. Right. Right. right? So you see that nipple over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we going for it. <laughs> as soon for as she moves. <laughs> right. We going for it. <laughs> Absolutely. She, those breasts look similar. Mm-hmm. I'm gone. They look symmetrical <laughs> within the same in size and shape. Let me go. <laughs> they look familiar. Right. So, all right. Anything. So, uh, we got about five minutes left because, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the kids may be. About 10 minutes, actually. Time. I'm sorry. Um, so, I've learned a lot, actually, today because I ain't know shit about none of this. Man, I'm being <laughs> real with you. Quick. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't know. Listen. I'm doing my job. You are uh-huh. doing your job. And I'm, I love to learn things. I love to be a well-rounded person. Even though I'm not having no more kids, I don't need this information, but I appreciate you. I mean, you do you might be a grandparent. Huh? You might be a grandparent. Ah, that's a you long got time, nieces man. and nephews, I sisters, do. brothers. I do. That's a long time down the line. You had friends. I'll probably be dead by the time. But this oh, is a, you know Lord. what I mean? But even so, so again, I guess this is back to the earlier conversation. Like, you have friends who will have children. Like, encouraging them to be supportive of their partner. Encouraging them, like, have you, have you, you All know. All my friends' kids, they got Have you gone kids, to a man. childbirth <laughs> education class? No, like, like we know people who just said a conversation. You should start. Hey, have you thought about natural birth and and what about lactation? What, right. what, 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 all, all my man's got their kids already. I they mean, done. it might even change your jokes. Uh, why? The, the new knowledge might change your jokes. You might not say certain things because you. I don't you, make you jokes. I don't make jokes about nothing of that. Shit. I don't even. T- I barely want to talk about birth. So you asking the wrong person. Like you asking the wrong person. <laughs> I barely want to talk. I don't I, well, I got a question. Yeah. Have you ever? That was not your own. Have you ever? This is for both of y'all. Slept with a pregnant woman? Oh yeah, that was not my own. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at one point, I was actively seeking them out. I don't think so. Oh, I don't. Uh, I don't think. I don't think I have. I mean, you can't get pregnant if you're already pregnant. Um, right. Let me think. I don't. <laughs> I don't think I have. I could be missing. If it is, then it had to be one a one-time situation. Other than that, I don't think. Besides my no. Cause I would say it on a lot while pregnant. No, I don't know if you were. It's a safety women. net, nigga. You ain't got to pull out. Uh, it, not even for me. It wasn't even that. It was like there's just a sexiness about pregnant women. Nah. Yeah, it's the I'm ultimate good. state of femininity. Yeah, I would I'm, agree. I'm not with it. I didn't. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no to pregnant women. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait till I say, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't have a problem. No, it was more so for me. You hollered me in nine months, ma'am. <laughs> no, having a, having sex with my. Having sex with a pregnant woman that's that's pregnant with my kid is different. Having sex with another nigga's kid, that's a whole like you got a pro, it's a different oh, whole program and type so, of shit going so on. Nasty. That's yeah, that's some it's petty so shit. Nasty. Like I kill a nigga. Like I would have killed a nigga. Like, that's just, you know what I mean? Like that's my type. You're I too would, close to my baby. Listen. I listen, if that ever came out and that ever, if that ever was a fucking conversation that ever came out. Y'all gonna see me on fucking first forty eight, oh, wow. and that's a fact. No, it's just a it's a it's a respect level at at some point too. For me, it's a respect level. But what if she she is just out there? Then I don't give together. a fuck. So no, she need to have a respect level she's too. Yours until first when? Of all, she need those good hormones. What you hold on, about? hold on. But you don't know niggas might got STDs and all types of wild shit. You don't yeah. understand what niggas is got. Yeah, right. So you in the middle of a pregnancy? Why would you do that? Why would you put that risk in, in, involved? Because they horny. They horny as fuck. So so that's. Fuck out of here. <laughs> horny is fuck not you, an Fuck you. Fuck you. Who's next? Horny is not an excuse to put your fucking uh, your vagina uh, at risk I mean, when you're pregnant. When any you're pregnant. other time we talk about pregnancy hormones, but this when, when, when we talk about sex, we can't no, like, I didn't see it's like legitimate. Say, no, no, no. So you, pickles and ice cream is cool, but not wanting to no, get fucked it is no, not. That's not what I said. <laughs> and you are trying to conflate what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying me or some me. Having sex with another woman that's not bearing my child, mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be, is a respect thing for me. Okay. Because I want the same respect in turn for me. I don't know what other niggas got. I don't give a fuck how horny you are. You don't know what other niggas is carrying around with them, even with condoms and this, that, and the third. I can't be mad at it. Right? So if you fucking affect, you if you get some shit and then it affects my child, I'm going to jail. But you because you know, out here, huh? But you wouldn't know if she, if, if she wasn't pregnant, the same risk is involved. No, it's a, I'm, I don't give a fuck about her. I care about my kid. 
Well, let oh, okay, me, fuck well, her. Let that's me, why I fuck her. Caring package. Yeah, I fuck my. It's my kid. <laughs> let me it's my just kid say because my kid don't have nothing to do with the situation. I, he I, can't I, control that. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Right. Let yeah. me let fuck, me just fuck, add. Fuck her. <laughs> it's my kid. Not fuck her. We not fuck, about fuck, to make it seem like uh, like women be out here like who am I? They pregnant. So let me just say that while yeah, what what often is the case statistically is that most men cheat when women are pregnant. That like the rate of, of STDs in pregnant women are usually from the uh, from their male partner stepping out. So just mm. just to keep that in mind, so that's we like want to like, set the I, stage. I'm, I'm a lot disputing. of women don't have sex with other partners, that's not but the, the, the males do. <laughs> so when we talk about like disrespect and like caring about their seed, like it definitely happens I'm all not, of the time. I'm not disputing. I'm not. I'm not disputing any of that. That's not the conversation I was having. Huh? Conversation I was having is. If another, if, if said woman was pregnant, I'm not trying to fuck her. Even though I know I'm not burning or I don't got nothing on this and the third, it's just a respect. Like, nah, sweetheart, you, you about to have a kid. I ain't trying to get into all that. That ain't my thing. Like, like cause I would want the same respect for me. You know what I'm saying? And that's holding men at a certain, that's me holding men at a, at, at a certain standard. Like, yo, bro, it's a whole bunch of other women you can go have sex with, yo. Don't pick the pregnant one just because she can't get pregnant. Like, really, that's really the, that's, Nah. For a lot of people, that's really the, the, nah. the draw, right? <laughs> yeah. Especially if she ain't showing or she ain't, you know, about the... Oh, no, they like, like when they show... Well, no, when you're nah. showing, that's the most... Yeah. The you only can do it. You, you can't do but certain... Yeah, you can. you See, only do it. do is when you... Oh, never mind. You limited. <laughs> First of all, you limited when, when she fucking about eight, nine months. You limited. Uh, are you? Are you? Toward, depending are on the you? woman. Are you? Depending are you? on the woman. And listen. <laughs> you sick. <laughs> you sick. You sick. You are sick. You are sick. That, y'all talking about we always agree? No, we don't. No, we fucking don't. Because I don't agree. I, I'm, listen, I'm savage, but my savage, I have a level of like, you know. This is why you draw the line. Yeah, I draw the line with that okay. shit. Like, nah, I draw the line with that shit. I ain't, I ain't seeking out no pregnant woman to get no cheeks from you. I'm not doing that. That's just not me. Are you now, drinking I, breast milk? Huh? Are you drinking breast milk? No. You know, I, I don't know if I've said it or so on this podcast, but I legitimately regret not uh, still lactating while I was also out in the dating Man. field. Like, that really was going to be my, my little uh, no. party trick. No. And it, it didn't. That shit, nasty. <laughs> that shit was nasty. Right. First of all, you like lactating like, at the same that? time. <laughs> what the fuck is that? What, what the fuck is what? No, that shit was nasty. Dog. <laughs> it's, I was that nasty. Why you, and then lactate. Oh, my God. It's another facet. No, nigga. No. I'm telling you from oh, sucking on a lactated titty. Don't it was not it. Until you try it. it was, I did try it. I didn't like it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Try again. No. <laughs> try again. You should try again. No. I agree. That means I'm going to seek a pregnant woman out because I ain't getting nobody else pregnant. <laughs> that means I got to seek a pregnant woman out. And I'm not no, doing that. No, pregnancy. They're out there. I don't know. I don't want to deal with no fucking girl that got no fucking babies. No. I don't need that fucking emotional roller coaster. I ain't, I ain't saying like fall in love. I don't want to say fucking. No. 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 I don't even want to deal with that. I'm not even putting my foot in the door with that shit. Your kid need to be grown. Or you need to be able to talk, fucking go to school, something. Mm. Talk I don't, to I don't, I don't, no. She don't want no part. No. No. Uh-uh. No. no. Because no. uh-uh. no, I already, I, I know when you know better, you do better. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? That's what they say, but I stay. Yeah, you're a reckless <laughs> nigga. Reckless nigga. You I know a niggas. lot of things. I still be doing a whole lot of reckless shit. Oh, uh, well, you know, <laughs> you are who you are. Bad. So, I uh, am. all right, well, pretty, Ashley's almost, <laughs> Ashley, right? I'm sorry. Yes. Right. 
So great for you coming on. Plug yourself one more time so before we get out of here. Ashley J at Birth Class in a Box on IG. All right. All right, y'all know how we do this. It's your girl, K-Dot. Uncle C. Man, Notorious Norm and... Ashley J. Thank you for coming on today. We appreciate you. And we out this... Please. Pregnant with people need dick, too. No. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not from you. Co-sign. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no.